Welcome to the first episode of Mr. Ivy's Neighborhood of 2020. We are so excited that uh, we get to continue this series with you. Uh, we hope that you had a wonderful uh, Christmas and New Year and you're ready to uh, start 2020 off the right way. So uh, we're going to continue to answer some of your questions and we're going to add a little something to this. Uh, so the first half of the videos are going to be answering your questions and the second half of the video is I'm going to take a, a piece of scripture that's uh, that I'm personally reading through or, or wrestling with and I'm going to share it with you and break down kind of how uh, what I uh, see in it and things I'm learning from it. And I hope you enjoy that. So before we get started, uh, just a couple of reminders. Uh, when I answer questions, these are completely my opinion. I'm not, I'm not claiming to be an expert on all things. Uh, we hope that you take this information and then add it to whatever you're doing to grow your faith, whether it be uh, Bible reading, uh, uh, journaling, uh, you know, seeking other answers through other Christians. Uh, we hope that uh, you make your faith your own uh, and don't just take David Ivey's word for it. But I'm coming up with these answers essentially through my personal experience, uh, my personal study, my personal uh, time as a pastor. And I hope that you uh, will take what I'm saying and invest in, and invest in it and uh, find your own uh, path to the answers you're seeking as well. So um, just a couple of this, my disclaimer as we move forward to our first question. So our first question today is this. Why do so many people who claim to be, quote, Christian not follow or be proud of worshiping him? Now, this is an interesting question because uh, we feel tons of pressure, whether you're an adult or a student, uh, to hide our faith. Um, and I, it's, it's not right. It's not something that I personally uh, would want, ever want a student or adult to do. Uh, but I understand the, the pressures. Um, you, as a, as a teenager, want to truly... Um, feel like you're involved or feel like you are a part of what's going on in your schools, on your teams, in your extracurriculars. Uh, and so often, um, because of teenagehood and because of, of, of this, our world, we don't claim who we are as Christians, and, and it's, it's a sad situation. But at the same time, it's not abnormal. Uh, there is a ton of students that have claimed to be followers of Jesus, but keep Jesus at home or keep Jesus at church because of their fear of being ridiculed, a uh, fear of, of not fitting in. Uh, and and uh, I think that hurts uh, the heart of God uh, because I think he wants you to take him everywhere. Um, and, and so the why, I don't know. I mean, and I know there's, it's the, there's these pure pressures that you face um, are, are, are constant, especially when uh, you, more often than not, the concept of being a follower of Jesus, a Christian, is in this category of like goody-goody, um, doesn't do anything, isn't fun. And the, kind of, the opposite of that is, is, is where the fun lies. And, and I truly don't understand um, how that, I mean, I'm a fun guy. I, at least I think I am. Uh, but, but here's the thing, I get it. Um, it's hard. Um, at the same time, we have to be very careful on judging anybody, uh, including other Christians who claim to be followers of Jesus and are acting the same way. Um, because here's the truth. We, we don't know what's really going on in their own hearts. Uh, they could be wrestling with something big. Uh, and actually, Jesus warns us about this in uh, the book of Matthew in his most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew chapter 7, verse, starting in verse 1, it says this. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. In the same measure you use, it will be measured against you. 
And, and Jesus goes on to explain the idea of the, the sawdust, you know, the speck of dust in your eye, but you have a plank in yours. Um, we, as followers, Jesus, have to be very careful on, on who we're judging. Um, and it includes other Christians. Uh, it's, it's so easy to think that they're not following the way or, or, or they're not truly followers of, of Jesus because of some of their actions. But here, you know, the, the hard truth is we're all, we're all sinners. Uh, we all make bad choices. Um, we The goal is to make as little bad choices as possible, to live out your faith as much as you can when it comes to um, how you act when you're with the youth group or with your personal friendships. Um, and so we have to be very careful about that. We have to be careful about judging others who are far from Jesus uh, because that's exactly the opposite of what Jesus wants us to do. At the same time, um, there's another piece of scripture that I think is important uh, that I hope that is your new calling card for 2020. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, this. I am not ashamed for the gospel because of the power that brings salvation, healing, forgiveness to everyone who believes. And I truly believe that, that we should not be ashamed of who we are as followers of Jesus. Um, we are being told so from so many different ways that we should hide who we are in our faith. Um, and the, I sadly believe that at times the enemy wins on that because he's convinced us that we can't share who we are. And I'm not saying that you need to be ab uh, aggressive or, or, or in your face about um, what you believe to a point of annoyance. But don't be ashamed you are. You're not supposed to be ashamed on any other level, uh, on, on who you date, on, on what you do, on your education, on your neighborhood. Don't be ashamed of who you are as a follower of Jesus. Because that's not how he's that's how that's not how we are supposed to act. We're supposed to, I mean, we have this amazing gift called God, and, and he does amazing things in our lives because of, of his son. So um so my, my goal for you this year as you go forward uh, is to don't be ashamed of who you are as a follower. Um, and I hope that you uh, embrace that throughout the next 12 months. So that's our first question of 2020. Uh, we're going to go into our next part of this, uh, this series when we're going to read through some scripture that I'm reading through and, and pull some information that I just feel are important. So um, I've been reading through the book of John because I love reading through gospels and I think the gospels are powerful and effective. Uh, and I love to always look back to what Jesus has to say and his actions. And I always pull something new uh, or add to the things that I have learned uh, throughout my ministry. So uh, we're going to read through the first part of, uh, of, uh, of John chapter chapter one today, and I'm going to kind of break it down a little bit, and then we'll end this broadcast. So uh, John chapter one, verse one says this, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. He was with God from the, in the beginning. Through him, all things are made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. I love this piece of scripture uh, to kick off John's gospel because he tells us something important. And, and I know I've expressed this at SMT, and I'm not sure if you've heard this before or not. Uh, but I love how he says the word, capital W, um, was there at the beginning. And, and Jesus and God go by him bunch of different names. Um, and one of the names that Jesus went by was the word. And, and so what he's saying is that Jesus was there from the beginning, from the very start, from Genesis, let there be light to the fall of man. 
He was present. Um, and I love that Jesus didn't just show up at the New Testament, that he was present in all things, and that through him all things were made. And I love that about our Savior. I also love the fact that he says the light came to the earth, and that light will never be overcome by darkness. And I think that so many of us, in, in, at least in 2019, uh, we have faced so many darkness, dark times and we're wrestling through some dark stuff in our lives, whether it be um, personal or, or, or educational or, or in your just lives and relationships. And I love the fact that Jesus reminds us that he and his light can never be overcome. And I think it kind of piggybacks on our question uh, for the day when it comes to, to not being ashamed of the gospel of God. Um, because his light is that powerful. Uh, we've been told by other things that he's, he's, he's not that potent, he's not that powerful, he's not that impor important in our lives. But the problem is that, that when we believe that, we allow the darkness to come in, but his light will never be vanquished. We need to embrace him full heartedly going through uh, the next months to come and our lifetime to follow. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Mr. Ivy's Neighborhood. Thank you so much for turning in. If you like uh, this video, please do me a favor, uh, share it, uh, you know, do what you ever do on the socials, and I will see you at SMT this Wednesday. See you.